compare myself to anyone. My unique self is empowered, powerful, and unstoppable, invincible. My uniqueness is what makes me incomparable. Do not underestimate the beauty of just being me. A OTB by Hope Nabalayo. I wanna come for you, I know you've been Oh, where do we go? Now that's what's up. In your head, in the real world of snow. Good morning, or whatever greeting is relevant to the time of the day you're listening to this how are you how have you been i hope you've had a lovely week of course you know the vibes here starting off our weekend right with me again your host here at ootb podcast hope nabalayo wambilianga and as usual as obvious as it is i am delighted to be with you here again and i hope you love this episode i hope you come out of here with a little something that you can tell a friend who can tell another friend you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah so today we are going to talk about comparison as the title suggests yeah and if there is something that is going to kill me let me not lie it's this comparison monster because it haunts me it chases me and almost always it catches me but what does it do once it catches me? No, it takes its time with me. It checks me out. You know, it admires me. It holds on to its possession now since I have allowed myself to be its, yeah, like his or hers, but it's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And that's dangerous because i don't know what it's gonna do with me i don't know what it's waiting for and the longer it takes the more anxious i become the more unsettled i become the more uncomfortable i am just by being in that situation i'm confused i don't know what to do i cannot get out of its grasp because it's holding on to me so tightly if only i could have fought back or ran a little faster or even hidden myself so that it doesn't find me you know (laughs) But that's all just metaphorical. Now back to reality. I want us to acknowledge that it's real. Comparison is a real thing. And as real as it is, it's normal. It's natural. (laughs) 
we're so flawed as humans and it's sad that this is one of these things we're forced to live with and the worst part of it is that most of the times we don't even know when this is occurring in our lives it's either conscious or unconscious but before we can even recognize it we need to understand where it actually stems from what's its origin hmm? and if you're keen enough looking into comparison you will realize that this is something that has been there from the moment your life began from the moment we were born you know you come into this earth not knowing anything literally all you can do is breathe cry and poop literally that's all you can do <laughs> So of course this comparison is not internal. Yeah. If it's not internal, it means it's external. We're surrounded by people who will always feel entitled to try and compare you to let's say your parents, your other siblings and other family members in general. Yeah. You always find people trying to figure out whose eyes this baby has, whose lips this baby has, whose skin tone this baby takes after, you know, and come to think of it, it's not right. But it just happens because as we said, it's normal. <laughs> yeah? And once we grow up, like yes, we're babies. We grow up, we mature, we become more I don't know the word I'm looking for but we are able to compare ourselves to others and other things by ourselves without the help of any external person like our minds are able to just do it and I'm not talking about growing up to our age I see you're now 20 trying to compare yourself. Nah, think of yourself as a little kid. If there's something we can all agree on is that kids always want to be taller. Take my little sister as an example. She will get stressed, she will cry her ass out and she will throw tantrums everywhere just because she's not as tall as me or our other sisters. And it's sad because This is a manifestation of everybody's reality. It's just that at this stage of our lives right now me and you we know how to handle ourselves, I guess. And at this point you find yourself talking to this child trying to remind them that you're still growing up. You try and make them understand that in life there are stages you you go through there are growth phases and the one you're at right now 
is perfectly okay and perfectly compatible with your size and your height but it's not easy because their minds are not as flexible as ours you know so you really have to be wise with what you are getting through to them you have to literally talk to them like somebody who doesn't understand at all like you really want to convince them that everything is okay psychologists have actually come up with a whole theory and they call it the social comparison theory and in this theory we see comparison being divided into two that is upward comparison and downward comparison upward comparison is the one in which as an individual i'm comparing myself to somebody i feel inferior to somebody i feel is doing better than me or clearly superior than me in something and downward comparison is the one in which as an individual i compare myself to somebody i feel superior to or somebody who might be less fortunate than me or you know just yeah somebody who i feel superior to as i had said and i understand that both these comparisons have their strengths and weaknesses of course if you look at the coin from both sides but we're not going to talk about downward comparison as much because this is not something that really happens and if it does most of the times we're comparing that person to us and not us to that person right so let's focus on upward comparison and if we really put our minds to any advantage that comes from this the only one that i can possibly think of is motivation inspiration the urge to be better to do better to grow to improve as a person in your craft in whatever you do whatever it is that is comparing whatever it is that is being compared yeah sorry and you know this is literally placing demands on yourself like yes there's somebody doing way better than me i want to be like this person why am i placing demands on myself gosh why am i putting myself through all that stress <laughs> and these demands can sometimes be motivators for change as we've talked about however they are more likely to lead to diminished self-worth if you think about it and you know what else i would call comparison it's a thief <laughs> a thief of joy it's your enemy the biggest enemy of progress it's a depressant 
your self-esteem, your self-worth all go down the drain. And it's a compromiser in terms of your trust for yourself, for others, compromises all of that. And because we do not want this, we do not want to look at ourselves wishing to be somebody else to the point of even resenting ourselves. I don't want that. I don't want to I don't want to hate myself. I don't want to feel some type of way about myself. You know? We need to put an end to this self-torture because that's what it is with immediate effect as a matter of fact. But how? How am I going to put an end to something that is embedded in my being? How am I going to put an end to something that walks with me every single day? How will I put an end to something that I see, something that tempts me, something that knows me? You know, my comparison knows my weaknesses. It knows my strength. It knows what triggers me. So how will I overcome Something that has all this power in my life without a struggle. Don't worry about that. Out of the boxly, yes, I have created my own adverb. We're thinking out of the boxly. Um, there is always a strategy. Yeah. Remember how I was talking about the little baby? how you would talk to a kid who really wants to be taller, yeah? You know, humbling yourself to their understanding and, you know, their mindset just to put something across. Exactly. Speak to it the same way. Who am I talking about? Your inner critic. Give it a name if you must. You know what, Lucy? You are not doing this today. No, get out of the door, honey. No, not happening. You know, give that critic a name. And every time it comes up, every time it threatens to ruin your peace of mind, call it out. Like for real, mkataze. It doesn't have space in your life. In fact, the only space it has in your life is its genuine existence. Otherwise, it shouldn't have any room to make decisions, to determine how you're feeling, to change your mood, to affect your relationship with yourself, with other people. No. And if Lucy doesn't want to listen today, then I will just have to listen to her. And if I do listen to her, 
whatever I do with what she's telling me is all up to me. Am I going to take it in? Am I going to put it aside? What do I want for myself? And if this doesn't work, I'm going to talk to Lucy and tell her how I feel. In the last episode, we were talking about expressing our emotions, listening to people, and, you know, just talking it out. And I will talk it out with Lucy, and we are going to come with an, we're going to come to an agreement that I'm not happy with what she's doing and that I'd really appreciate it if she were more supportive of my own doings with what I'm up to, with where I am in life. And if Lucy doesn't understand me, then I'll push harder, you know? Me and Lucy have to be on the same page. For us to exist peacefully in this world, we have to be on the same page. So speak to it. Speak to your inner critic as if you're speaking to your best friend. You're speaking to a little baby with kindness, with understanding, with compassion. You need to realize that it's in a bad place. You know, Lucy isn't feeling good today. What's up, Lucy? Let's talk. Yeah? And you'll be good. I'm just talk to it okay i know i sound crazy <laughs> that little silent break is me realizing how crazy i sound like what what the hell but moving forward moving forward <laughs> towards the towards the end of february we talked about gratitude in one of our episodes right and with gratitude, this is us appreciating the little things, being grateful for what is happening around us, what we have achieved, and not allowing ambition to blind us from seeing the progress we've already made. Yeah? Ambition is the best thing you can possess as an individual. But trust me, it will be the beginning of your downfall if you let it take over your sense of gratitude. Because this is when you will not recognize the little progress you've made. You will not see what you are doing. You will be blinded from what you've already achieved. And we don't want that. We want the little things we've achieved to drive us to achieve even bigger things and because of this we're going to be grateful and thankful and appreciative of everything else that's happening around us another thing we should learn to do is to be happy for others i know it's not easy to genuinely be happy for others like yes you will congratulate your friend you will um support your friends and all that but it is very normal to feel that prick of bitterness jealousy if i may say that arises from the comparison you've allowed to build up in you you know and 
In terms of downward comparison, all we can do honestly is wish our success upon others. But in terms of upward comparison, we need to calm the heck down. Let's just allow ourselves to move at our own pace, stay in our own lane, and wish the very best for whoever is ahead of us. Now, let's talk about my best friend a little bit, yeah? I asked him why it would why it's so hard for us to genuinely be happy for others and what he said is we're all in different paths in life yeah for example with what we're studying in school i might be doing this you're doing medicine you're doing you know whatever you're doing you're doing law and all that and at the end of the day we're all going to be different things we're taking different career paths yeah and whatever i'm doing right now has nothing to do with you like our visions are different our end goals are different and because of this why in the world would i be unhappy with what you are doing to get to where you want to get instead why don't i do something why don't i be happy for you and support you and encourage you to the point that oh, i want to feel the same way you know and this is where james said that because of this every single comparison you make becomes invalid invalid it's like being told to match things with color and you put white with black yet clearly they're not the same colors you see doesn't make sense at all and this invalidity should act as a prevention make sense compete with yourself there's no need of rushing yourself you know you know your pace as an individual i know where i've come from i know where i'm heading i know what i'm doing to get there you know let me compete with myself let me compare myself today with myself yesterday and aim to be at a better place tomorrow right and you can imagine with doing all this you'd be so content which is something we need to practice practice contentment practice satisfaction and <laughs> i don't want to bring this up but let me ask you if you were to die today would you be okay personally i would not if there is something i'm scared of in this whole world it's death and i know i should not be scared of it like <laughs> please don't attack me but 
it's scary i mean it's scary and it's not even that oh i won't be on this earth anymore oh what what no it's all about dying before i've achieved what i want to achieve you know dying unsatisfied dying unfulfilled and this hit me when i watched soul you remember why am i asking you as if we were together <laughs> but if you've watched soul the disney pixar animation you'd see where i'm coming from so in summary the main character joe joe gardener dies i believe he was hit um by a bus a car something like that and he goes into this realm full of souls right and while he's there he really tries to get back to earth in this struggle he finds a 22 another soul and uh, she takes joe to this zone and while they're there they somehow get back to earth remember um not remember take note that 22 has an earth badge meaning she can actually get back to earth so they're back to earth but 22 is in joe's body and joe's soul is in a cat's body you see and uh, at first 22 hated the idea of living life she didn't see the point of it but living through joe she loved every single part of it you know and she really wanted to be human she really wanted to stay on earth right but of course joe doesn't like this yeah and one thing leads to the other i'm really trying to remember what was happening but one thing leads to the other and they're back to i guess the zone or something and joe really did 22 dirty by telling her that everything she was feeling was because of him because remember she was in joe's body she was doing what joe does joe stuff yeah everything she felt everything she went through was because of joe and this drives 22 into a really dark phase in fact she becomes a lost soul and while joe is still on earth he gets everything he's ever wanted in fact he performs with some big hit think her name was dorothea he performs with dorothea and even after that gig he has other gigs but he's not satisfied you know when you do something you thought you really wanted to do but at the end of the day you're like now what next you know like it, it doesn't give you the satisfaction you intended it to give you yeah you intended for it to give you yeah and this 
This makes Joe realize that what he said to 22 was wrong. And he he finds himself back in that zone and he finds 22 in this dark phase of her lost soul phase you know whatever i had mentioned and um he reminds 22 that it was all because of her and it brings her back to reality it's it gives her a sense of self-worth again because she was in the pits she was doubting herself she kept reminding herself of all these things joe told her yeah and once that happens joe is given another chance to live his life again and at this moment is when he realizes that his purpose in life was not a singular thing. See, he was all music focused. Like when I achieve this in my music, I've achieved everything, you know? And that's how most of us are. Like I'm here telling myself, oh, when OOTB is heard by the whole world, I'll have made it, you know? But okay, that happens. And then what's next? <laughs> what's next? Hmm? And I feel like the biggest lesson we can pick up from soul is that no one has a singular purpose to which their success is bound. Nah. But it is in the fact in how fully every moment is lived that determines the success of a life. And this is so clear from 22. She had no desire to live, but with the little things she did, she felt so fulfilled. And that's all that matters. Live your life with the intention of living it fully. I know I've repeated myself, but that makes sense. So we're going to leave it there. <laughs> yeah. Do everything you're doing with a mindset that oh, this might be the last time I'm doing this. So you know what? I'm going to enjoy every single moment. And no, I will not compare myself to other people because they are trying to do the same thing. They are trying to live their lives to the fullest. And with all honesty, that is the best thing we can do to withdraw ourselves from this comparison disease, if I may call it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to cut us short there. But I would really love to hear what you got to say. Out of the box, Lee, of course. Yeah, you didn't see that wink, but it's there. So let me know what you think about the episode, how you feel about this whole comparison. Remember, it's not going to kill us, okay? Let's kill it instead. Let's chase it 
hunt it down catch it and put it down it stays down for good yeah so hit me up on my instagram at hope nabalayo or the podcast page at otb podcast and let's carry on with the conversation from there stay blessed catch you later